This is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. So we're just getting out for a noon walk. And it's sort of a 50-50 day. It's a kind of... Um, <clears throat> we got, it's like the air is a little chilly and it's a little cloudy. There's blue sky, but it's not... Um, it's okay. <laughs> it's an okay day. Topic-wise, I think it's a bit of a dis- sort of a search, a dis- bit of a discovery for the topic. And I just compiled this interview with Claire Buss. She's a, a British author. Can we say English author? Um, And it's been an interesting process. Normally what I do is I interview using my phone. I'm here, I'm in Vancouver. I've arranged to meet. Most of the time it's been writers. So say the writers that I know. (laughs) Few and far between. I really have to get on top of that. I've got to go out and meet more writers. Um, I quite like them. I guess to say, you know, something you have something in common to talk about. You know, of course, we're we're both wanting to promote the thing that we're uh, enchanted with. Especially heavily on the, the chant and enchant. Yeah, the cantos, the song. I could have that that uh, word connection wrong, but so what? So what this was was I sent out a list. I just felt a bit frustrated. I was like, I want to, I want to interview these people, these writers who I know on social media who are like far, far away, and. There's ways to do it, and this was just looking for, say, a a quick, convenient kind of way to do it. And interesting. I, I, I like the result. So, uh, I, I wrote questions thinking, okay, each question, and two, uh, a multi, like a question, but... Say I had, you know, theme a theme, and and sort of adding on to it. So there would be about three questions that were related, and I figured talk about five minutes. So there were twelve of these groups of questions, and then I sent that off. I've sent it off to a couple more writers who I've been in contact with for the past year who have been, who just sort of, uh, you know, what is it? The cream of the crop. They've been supportive. We're each doing um, different things, different, say, styles, ways of, uh, ways of promoting, communicating. And of course, uh, but it's getting back to, it's getting back to, uh, 
the common goal, which is to, to get out there and to, to be writing and promoting one's own work. You know, of course, with the, the dream, right, to, to be able to pay the bills with it. <clears throat> Working class writers. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's achievable. I think it's possible more so than, say, the million dollar or plus uh, writers. You know, rather than, say, being the best seller say that you could you could have some bestsellers in there but say why not right so and to this this was the first experience doing this kind of interview i'd i'd seen it before uh, i haven't seen it done for an hour and i wasn't sure if claire was going to be okay uh, uh yeah I, what, I, what I mean by that is that if you sit down and, and say, attempt to speak for an hour, uh, as I do, doing this thing that you're listening to, I have I have my own experience of say that there's lag, right? You you'll sit there or you'll use these words such as um or ah, or I'll, I'll fill in a, a, a blank or a gap with the word and, and. The, the other difficulties is say, I'm not there, so I'm, I'm leaving it up to the person to, the, you know, this, this author to shape uh, how, how they're going to come across. And it was great. It felt very organic in the end. Natural, rather than, say, staggered or stilted. And there, there were these nice pauses, which were interesting for me, because say, I'm sitting back, I'm listening to somebody else talk. And it's almost like a building up expectation. Oh, what what is going to be said next? Uh, Claire recorded each question. Uh, so there were there were twelve audio files. In the end, uh, we used Dropbox. And two, yeah, I, I wasn't sure if we had to have we both had to have the same program, but in the end we f- we figured out that only she needed to have Dropbox and that she would just share a link over the internet. Uh, which, which simplified it, I think. Where, you know, instead of two people, it's just one person. So... Just figuring out the the path to take. A 
Oh, so yeah, that was... Mm, I would say that that was about a week. And then Claire contacted me and said that she'd recorded them. And then we moved on to figuring out the Dropbox. And, and say, uh, I, I, found, uh, I found some text instructions. I think it was just, say, three steps on how to share a link after you've, uh, after you've set up your Dropbox account. And so these 12 links rolled in. And then I used the... And then I, I, I uploaded them to... Also, also I, I ought to say that it was uh, export. So I was exporting. I also felt a bit panicky as far as things could go south. So I wanted to have a backup. So I put, a, I put them on my own. Uh, I put these files on my own account, my Dropbox account. And... Doing an intersection. So right, yeah. So using my uh, Anchor FM app application for the for this phone. So I was doing everything on my phone. Uh, it's an iPhone. It's an old iPhone. And in, in these in these last months, because uh, apparently they're going to stop uh, updating the operating system. And <clears throat> having watched how that works with other, on, say, you know, older computers, uh, I'm I'm just getting ready for those moments where it's like, I'm sorry, you know, this program won't work with your phone. Your phone is out of date. Which is radonculous, but they've got to pay the bills, you know, so that's the, the price to pay for propping up this uh, corporation. It's visionary. Sorry, that was... <laughs> that was a slight. Uh, it's weird, too, because I would love to continue using this phone it, that it, it, it just does some things, and two, that I have kind of adapted to it. So, I suspect that I'll continue using it for recording. However, you know, there would be problems with uh, sending the file. So maybe I could do something like an airdrop, un unless, say, you know, a new phone doesn't recognize the old phone. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But whatever. Anyway, so I assembled the, the files. And, and, like say, first I exported the files, and then I started to assemble the files. And it was... Uh, let's see. It was... Eventually, when publishing the files, it was, it was top-down. So, you know, question one followed by question two and then question three.
I, I wasn't sure if I had to have it the other way, sort of, you know, start with question 12. And so I did sort of experimented, and then finally, uh, yeah, and then it was, okay, it's good, and then uh, publish it. Uh, so this, this was done uh, in fragments, and the uh, Anchor FM published them as, as one uh, complete episode. So if you're at all thinking of, of doing podcasting, uh, you know, it's, it is possible to do it that way. Part of that is they invite the use of intro music, extra music. Uh, they invite, so say that you would do segments, and then you would, it's almost like, say, editing. So rather than, you know, sitting down with a program and editing them all together, there's this, you know, just sort of st stacking everything up, these files, and, and then it'll just play one after the other. I know somebody who's doing, who's uh, concocting a podcast and who's doing a very legit, a very legitimate job of editing, you know, making it all perfect and nice and uh, sound levels, checking the sound levels. And I guess that's the difference, is that I'm doing a by-the-seat-of-the-pants and... Say the voice, the, t the the voice, the tone, the style is is different. There are two different kinds of creatures. And I want to I want to support uh, what this podcaster is doing, but I'm out of the loop, and I'm not I'm not able to. It's sort of like being on different frequencies. Like, say, I'll, I'll send these messages of encouragement, and deadlines have been passed, months have gone by, or at least a month has gone by. And, uh, say, one person is busy doing other things. So I'm looking forward to getting responses from these other two writers, if if they plan to uh, continue, if they plan to do it. Um, I know one for sure has said so. It was great to just to sit down and listen to the whole thing. And, and listen to sort of Claire answering these questions. And interesting that I was not there asking the questions, and I'm not there sort of prompting. And uh, I'll often have a list of questions, but I'll also be winging it. And it, it was just it was just all around interesting to hear to have that focus, right? And a thrill. And two, 
uh, Claire, every once in a while, would say my name. And it was, it was sort of like she's speaking to me directly, and I'm not there, but I'm sort of feeling like, you know, oh, this is for me. So that was a nice bonus. A little bit of joy, a hit of dopamine. So I guess the, the question is where, where to go. The, these initial questions were tailored. I, I, I know something about Claire, like say over the year, and say what, what she's working on, what she's done and what she's working on. But it was a chance to uh, get, get to know a bit better. And also to share. I felt, I felt and I feel really good about that, that, that it, it can be shared, uh, that there is more that, say, potential readers, gosh, fans even, can tune in. Uh, I found out that Claire uh, had done marketing. You know, she's actually studied marketing, and I, I didn't know this. But looking back at, at what she's done, there's, a, there, there's a, a campaign or a series of campaigns, ad campaigns, That always impressed me about Claire. I always felt like, you know, wow, she's got it all together. I'm sure she would, you know, balk at that or say not, you know, everything. But this, this is one territory, one area that she is familiar with, that she can apply these skills to herself. Uh, to her her thing uh, I've taken I've taken classes and I'm I'm familiar with uh, some of the concepts of marketing and it, it's, it's something interesting to uh, think about. Say, I into I've done an episode talking about branding and talking about your identity, your brand identity, versus the image that is received. And I did a episode talking about uh, this, uh, a latest movie, how movies are marketed. And, and how they can be sort of like say, you know, oh, well, we want to tackle an area, a specific area, make sure that you know, a demographic is drawn into the theater. Whereas the product itself, you know, might not be... It's a bit of false advertising, so that's what I'm sort of saying. And 
how to make how to make one's marketing clear, right? And so so that you're reaching the right people and they're not going to be disappointed. Back to Claire. There's other things that happen in the interview that were these nice moments, nice sort of surprises, uh, hearing about where she is. I never really got a feeling before of uh, the exact... Cause say you, you don't have to say where, what your address is, but say things like she's living by the sea, she, you know, she, she'll go for walks by the sea, and what that's like, and that it painted a picture for me that I hadn't had before, uh, which, which is very nice. Sort of like, say, getting to know a person better. And then there's that wonderful, I'm having that wonderful, not wonderful, moment of standoffishness, of, you know, I don't want people to get too close. Uh, strangers. I don't want, you know, people kn- to kn- you know, who don't know me to know me. So that's an interesting sort of visceral kind of feeling. And I guess it's about getting back to the identity and just being very clear about the brand, say, which is, I know that that's a kind of, you know, a poo-poo thing, right? You know, we don't want to talk about that. We want to do our writing and stuff. But ultimately, you know, your your publisher, even if it's you know, even if it's you who who are, who is or who are doing the publishing, will appreciate uh, that clarity of who you are. And, and I suspect it gets it gets clearer as you go along. But I'm even now. I'm just thinking of say writers who are presenting their lifestyle honestly I swear I can tell when when a when an author is stretching the truth right or you know that they have this profile picture up and this name that is it's really you know it just feels like this is a uh, a pen name or a persona and that's fine but there's a lack of, where's the word, I don't want to say ingenuity, because there are a lot of these identities that are very, uh, they have a lot of ingenuity. Uh, uh, part of it, too, is getting to the point where you, you can step into, you know, one's skin, and that you can be that person. One word an old artist friend was using, he's probably moved on from it, was, but was simulacrum. And it, it basically means a copy that has taken on its own life. So say you decide, well, I really like Stephen King, so I'm going to pattern myself off after Stephen King, and I'm going to be the next Stephen King. Let's flip it. I'm going to be the next female Stephen King. <laughs> I'm going to be Stephen King as a woman. And, uh, okay, so let's do that. And 
the name is going to be Stephanie Queen. I'm sure there's a Stephanie Queen out there. I don't know if this has been done. Feel free. You know, I don't have any... I don't have... I released the copyright on the idea. Queen of Horror. In uh, that, that's fine. However, if you're not bringing yourself to it, which is a, which is a, there's a danger in that because I, I would, I would say, be selective, right? Say go through, and think about, think about, you know, the what you're writing, the type, the type of stuff you're writing, the, the image, the the truth, as much truth as you can. Right or variations of the truth. You know that you live in a small town, but you want to slant it as a village. I think that's fine. Maybe you don't even live in a small town, but say that that's a fascination that all of your stories are set in a small town. But but again, it's getting into the. Uh oh, the black helicopters are here to take me away. That's interesting. I don't think we've had a helicopter overhead for a while. Uh, so, right, identity. The more natural, the more organic, the better. Uh, because, for example, doing something like this, doing an audio interview, that say you do not have to pretend, you know, you are the, the person. It's not a performance. I think part of it is a, it's a thrill, you know, to, to have, you know, to be anonymous and to have a pen name and to have invented this persona. It, it's, like, it's like a stage name. It is a stage name. Uh, but there's also these pitfalls of... It, it's, it's the pros and cons of... The persona allows you to do something, but at the same time... Th there's, there's that private knowledge of, you know, you are not that person, uh, which gets in the way. And I think, too, that, you know, the, the core identity, say, who goes on stage... Uh, it's it's a weird thing because you can be whoever you want to be. However, there's this there's this knowledge of you know of who you are, the identity. And um, gosh, now I'm now I'm <laughs> slipping into thinking about say plastic surgery, right? You know, and people uh, changing how they look, but that uh, say just from watching these shows, the psychology behind it is that. The, the true change and the acceptance is, happens within. So if you're if you're not working on that, it'll just be this endless quest on the outside to achieve perfection. It, it will always be out of reach. Moss, um, how how do you how do you shape your inner persona? And too, that's not quite right because the persona is this outside the facade. What's up with the helicopter? <clears throat> Trying to imagine, maybe it's say uh, a news crew, and uh, 
It's like, why would they be flying around in circles? Maybe it's maybe it's something like they're after some, you know, there's criminal hijinks in Vancouver. This reminds me of my favorite strange automobile story, one of them. And so going out for a walk and a car drives by and the car parks at an angle and the two the driver and the passenger doors fling open and these two people bolt so the pass the driver and the passenger just run off in different directions not together and their their car is there with the you know it's the doors are open and immediately my mind went to oh you know this this is drugs uh but it it could have been something much more much more elaborate, or it could have been even a prank. You know, let's let's freak out these people. Unfortunately, though, my mind went with, you know, these are these people are intoxicated and super paranoid. <laughs> Just thinking, an interesting response would have been to say to call the police, right, to report it. But I just I just left it. Um, my 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 fantasy is that the that the helicopter is you know it's for me it's about me it's time <laughs> it's gonna land and the prime minister of Canada is it's gonna sort of reach out to me. Moss, I hear that you have all the answers. Come with me. Yes, son of Pierre Trudeau. I shall help you in, in, in shaping this soon-to-be great nation. Well, so let's see. Claire... What's, what's my takeaway? Uh, a, th- a thrill in a different kind of way? Like, say, when I'm interviewing somebody in person, there's a different kind of feeling, uh, I guess because I'm part of the recording. And it, it's an interesting giving up like a letting go of ego and wanting to shape and make it perfect and instead just sending it out uh, rough and raw uh, real sort of like okay this is this is the real stuff and uh, even even though both of us are attempting to you know to shape our our image to sort of you know to control it to constrain it now i'm s- s- slipping back into Is there a way to, to to provide an image for the public that is enough, that feels real enough? I think part of it is that not wanting to... Um, what is it when you sort of scare people away? Like that you, you know, you don't want to have this rejection. And a, a bit of that has to do with the, the desire for approval. That, that terrible uh, 
for, for me, I'll find myself in social situations where I'm not, not kowtowing, but that I am pushing aside, say, who I am, uh, say, especially too, if, you know, if it's Mr. Grump, and I just sort of push that aside and attempt to be, you know, social and ask a lot of questions and not really, uh, give of myself so much. It's interesting too, meeting people who are, you know, very much about dominating the conversation, right? And that say, you know, I will acquiesce, I will step out of the way, you know, and give them their moment in the spotlight and ask them. It's it's very much like interviewing, so I will start asking them questions. It's very interesting. Three male ducks, um, mallards, are heading out, heading towards me. Probably not, but uh, they're walking past. Yeah, young guys. Their um, their heads are these interesting dark black blue. They haven't turned. The heads haven't turned uh, green yet. I wonder if they're. I wonder if they're thinking food, but I I, th- I think they've figured out that that I, I am not the purveyor of starch bread I can remember being told early on don't feed ducks white bread because there's nothing in white bread or very little and even more ducks are heading this way all ducks come to me bow down and then leave. <laughs> do you have bread? Do you have do you have starchy starch stuff? I, I get I, I, and so right now it's it's the tip of the iceberg and asking okay how much to give of oneself. The one thing I, I noticed about the interview, you know, this in a way it's kind of a self interview. That, that Claire did is that it, there's this feeling of sort of say slipping off and revealing uh, bits and moments of oneself where, where there isn't really a um, I guess it's feeling comfortable and, and I want to say that that's one difference is that say when I'm there interviewing someone it's kind of like guard is up but when you're alone doing something you know, guard, I think guard is a little bit more down, right? Because, you, you know, we, there's not that, that desire for approval, and then there's not that, as much say. Um, there is an editing process going on, though, where, say, you know, you could stop the recording yourself and edit it. Uh, you could go through the questions first and say, okay, I'm going to answer them all in this way. But I really didn't get that feeling listening to Claire's, you know, answers. And there, there were these moments, sort of say, thoughtful, thoughtful reflection. Um, I, I, I did like moments where I sort of, I put a couple zingers in, you know, like, what do you feel... Uh, does is, you know is writing, authoring, publishing, you know does it owe anything to culture? Is it responsible? It's, the question was something like that, and then Claire said something along the lines of, 
you know, oh, Moss, this is a tough question. But uh, she pulled it out of the hat uh, that I, I think that most people, you know, regardless of, of what side of the fence are, they're on or if they're sitting on the fence, that, that they will have some kind of response to that. Um, even, too, if the response is, no, you know, it's freedom of speech, you know, and that ultimately, you know, I get to say anything. And, of course, my, my you know, response back is, anything, you know, like, say, how, how far are you willing to go with that? And at what point do you stop? Do you take it all the way to, you know, okay, I'm stopping at hate speech? Or do you even go into hate speech, right? And how do you navigate those, those waters? Uh, and too personally, I, I don't want to have that conversation uh, because and to, maybe it's that I ought to have that conversation to be uh, asking, you know, in that room, asking that question. Uh, it's just right now. I feel like I feel like oh, I I don't want to go there. I don't want to wrestle with that with someone. And yeah, there there's another nice feeling of my questions have been presented, and I'm sort of out of the equation now. And it's up to the interviewee. It's up to the author uh, to to present as much as they want to present. Claire gives a lot, I think. More so, I even think, than myself. She might respond back with, no, 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 Moss, you you go places and talk about things that, you know, I'm not comfortable with. And, um, I do as much as I can, and I, I, I wish that I could give more, uh, but... But that I, I have limits, uh, both both self-imposed, just to feel safe and secure, and then uh, say, yeah, conversations that you know say, you know, I'm I'm comfortable having. There's things that I, I feel you know I don't want to talk about that say um, you sort of like say you you say it once and then you don't want to b- backtrack and go over it again. Or say, is there a way to speak of something in, in, a, in a productive manner? Is there a way to uh, talk about something that is very difficult to talk about? Right. So finding finding that balance. So so that's it for me. I, and I think that everybody has has that, regardless regardless of age, regardless of you know how much how much you've written, published, how much, um, yeah, how much you've done, whatever your experience, that you, you've got an angle and that, that, that is going to connect you. (laughs) This chopper, this, uh, I get past, past right overhead. It's interesting. I was talking with about paranoia with somebody. Um, we're talking a couple a couple days of, over the phone. I was talking with an old friend 
about about paranoid paranoia getting super paranoid about other people and that frame of mind where what other people think and two this ties into approval you know wanting to be approved rather than that you know the liberty egality fraternity anyways to you know stand on your own two feet right that you know that that is not possible and instead you require this you know this message or this uh, you know, feeling from other people that you know that, that you're good you're worth it and everything like that your self-esteem is and two we're now we're getting into codependency that's one thing that has to be shed I think for for the type of interviews that you know for the type of interview that I've just done uh, say where I'm not there and it's just a hundred percent this person sitting there for an hour talking and discussing that one one does have to shed uh, and, and give it up uh, in both ways you know they have to give up uh, pretending and, and have to sort of push that aside and saying okay this this is who I truly am as, as, as much as as much as one ego you know can exist in the world that you could sort of let go and you know not be um, dependent on on others for approval right you know this this is what I can share so we we're into we're moving into the wrap up now we're getting lots of attention from from sir squirrel sir squirrel or sir chipmunk It sounds like a seagull. I'm not quite sure what's... Yeah, it is, yeah. Oh, um, I don't know, maybe it's like a baby seagull or something? A mother seagull and her baby? Well, uh, it's it's been a, a great experience doing this uh, type of interview, uh, long distance. Um, that it's the other person is say reading my questions and then answering them, and uh, there's a greater sense of them and. I felt I felt very I felt very good about uh, hyping it. In contrast to, say, on Twitter, um, retweeting. Just just as a sort of a, an aside, uh, posting stuff, posting posting your book, your product, whatever on social media, you know, is fine in in doses uh, it, and to this is just personally that say if, if I see it once 
you know, that, that's okay. But if I see it, you know, you're doing it all day, every day. Uh, and two, you're not interested in engaging. Uh, you're not sharing, uh, you know, say, let's see, the identity. That I'm sort of getting the image of the product, but I'm not getting the person. I'm not getting... And that was a difference. It, it, it's, it's an interesting balance because I can even remember s suggesting uh, to Claire, I'm pretty sure I suggested and said, you know, uh, I'd prefer it if you didn't do hard sales. You know, just, you know, talk about yourself and your process. You know, you know, talk about how much you love your book and what it was like writing them. But, you know, please don't use it as a kind of... Uh, You know, talking about the latest sale. It's on sale now for 99 cents. Um, or if you're going to do a pitch, do a good pitch. Like, you know, do the research about the pitch and, you know, find out what a pitch is and how it works. And really, it's, 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 it's a chance to get to know. Uh, get to know the person behind the experience. And, yeah, and too, it was really helpful. Uh, and and it, it's, get, it's getting me thinking about my own presentation and clarifying. So, so making it that from identity to image is very clear rather than people going, well, I don't know what this is about and I don't know who this is about. You know, I looked at the profile... And I, I'm not sure, you know, what's going on. So it's just really clarity. That's what it is. It's about clarity. I want the helicopter to be looking for an alien. And, you know, that they've... They figured out the... <laughs> it's about a crashed UFO, right? And I just, I'm just not quite in the, in the right uh, area for that to happen. So let's see. These... Well, we still got a bit of time. I encourage you to do this. I encourage you to do this... Uh, podcasting and I encourage you to do the interviewing Anchor FM has made Anchor.FM has made it pretty accessible it's still a bit of a maze to figure out how to publish and I, th I think that they're getting closer and closer it sort of seems like they're introducing that they have sort of updated versions of this the app that I'm shortly about to uh, not have access to but I think yeah that they're streamlining it and it'll get even even easier to, to do they host it so you don't have to worry about that we all know how it works eventually uh 
eventually the the money is going to be rolled. You know, people are going to be offering advertisements and incentives. Uh, yeah, you know, because they've got to make a buck to to pay for hosting all the stuff. So I'm not sure exactly how they're going to pull that off, but it's just around the corner, and I'm sure. So enjoy it while it lasts, uh, uh, which I am. And it was a thrill to uh, interview Claire, and it was a thrill to sort of hear back. I think I mentioned every time I, like she would say, you know, she would be almost like sort of swerve into talking to me. It felt like specifically. And there was a thrill there. Oh, I'm really there. Uh, synergy. There we go. That's, that's the big reason to be doing this, is synergy, is to be, is to be working with others. Part of it, too, is to be seen. It's just a good social skill to be working with others and... You're lifting each other up. You're helping each other to to get there. Uh, very much, you know, the journey. <laughs> I'm here. I want a very loud bullhorn to call up to the helicopter. I'm right here. <laughs> Why are you looking? I was just saying, right here. Come on. Don't worry, though. I, I, you know, I know it's it's not about me. Meanwhile, in the back of my ego, right? It's all about me. Another reason for doing, especially, you know, interviewing writers, authors, is that there's a kind of erosion that happens, and that the notion of not being involved and not being uh, connected to these people, that that's what's being eroded, and... There's this nice uh, gift that's going on. Uh, we're sharing, we're celebrating. Um, I'm, I'm promoting myself. I know that. I'm not... <laughs> I'm, I'm, not just, I'm not just doing this uh, out of the kindness of my heart. Uh, but there's this balancing out of it. And, and that makes it doable for me. I suspect, too, that it, that it, it helps with 
self-esteem, self-value, having having some purpose, giving and making one, you know, making a, a purpose, making something happen. It's not uh, just in the dark, you know, but, you know, away by oneself, which is fine. But even in that notion, you know, there's something uh, missing. And so there's a, a question of are, are there others out there? And uh, is it possible to, to get involved? And I say, yes, there is. And do it. Try it. We've got to let go and allow ourselves to be fools. Um, We've got to give ourselves back some of that uh, childhood... You know, the allowance to make mistakes... And to to head down that route. Mm-hmm. Oh, slowly getting there. I think I might be listening to a crow rather than a raven. So apparently we have both. Crows or uh, ravens. Ravens are bigger and they say uh, they have one big caw instead of a lot of smaller ones. And there's a First Nations, so this is Native Salish, uh, Pacific Northwest peoples. They're part of their belief system. They have a trickster called Raven. And uh, it's even more than that, though, cause, because you know, Raven is involved in the creation story, creating people, um, but also doing, you know, all of a lot of things that are not uh, <laughs> to the benefit of people. Pros and cons. I'm just thinking about what, what if someone did... What if somebody gave me this task, said, Hey, boss, hey, you know, would you like to do this? I'm not going to be there, but here's the questions. And, you know, you sit there and record yourself talking about these topics, these questions. And I, I, I would do it. And... It, it, it's interesting to say, I'm thinking about the self-editing process and wondering about how much, how much is too much, 
say. I guess that you're relying on the questions to, to keep you on, on topic, keep, keep your focus. Some podcasts have a, say, sp- specific theme. There's a focus going on. I'm just go- thinking through the questions that I asked Claire, and I was kind of thinking of a, of a sort of a roundness, like asking about the past, uh, asking, I was like, well, how, how do you do what you do, right? What's your process? There was a chance as well to hype other writers, authors, you know, say that she might be uh, interested or reading. Some of my questions were a bit vague or open-ended. I think one was, what is a book that you would like on your shelf but that is not on your shelf? Uh, in the hopes that it would lead off, like say, take this, go ahead, you know, go off and, you know, ramble for a bit. I think part of the delight there is that we only get so much. I'm thinking of, say, on a blog, that, that you know, say it's very specific or, or targeted. I, I'm, I'm thinking of this newsletter that I've done some writing for and it, it freaks me out a little bit because my concern is is to sort of to fall into the ranks of um, you know people say bludgeoning with advertisements and that we that we don't actually get to know the person that we you know say what I'm talking about with this, you know, the link between the image that people receive isn't getting connected with the identity. And you can tell, and it's painful, you know, when, you, when you're not making that connection. And really disinteresting. Uh, but but in, in, in doing the newsletter, it's sort of these brief moments of um, say one one doesn't get to say everything right or it's sort of it's kind of slightly off topic it's a topic but it's 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 off in the in the middle of uh, it's off in the middle of nowhere in 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 the basest most basic marketing sense that sort of it's a it's a threshold and it's a you know a connection say the pe- somebody reads it and then goes ah this person sounds interesting or i see they write this um so they you know they they happen upon your uh, work and they, and they they'll go and check it out But with doing an interview like this, it's auditory. There's a kind of a radio kind of feel. You get this chunk of time, and 
Yes, there is a plug, right? There is marketing, advertising, buried inside. Um, but but the best is is when you know, you get a fullness of character. You get uh, <laughs> not character. I mean that you that you get to encounter this this person, this you know creative individual who's saying something to the world stage and uh, put, putting putting this information out there. I'm just hopefully I'm cupping and covering the microphone from the wind. Well thanks for listening and and here's to making that connection you know between the image and the identity. And just for clarity's sake, you know, so that, you know, that it's understood, you know, that, you know, say, this is who we are, this is what we're doing, and kind of in there is, you know, this is why we're doing it, and, you know, this is our agenda, this is, this is the important thing, you know, that we want to, to say, it's spilling out on the page. All right, take care.